Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Joining us right now on the Roman Guest Line, our Odyssey in FL insider and man, I'll tell you one thing. He is a part of the show, Baldy's Break. Oh, he does the show, excuse me, with Jason Lockman for Baldy's Breakdown with new episodes out every single week. Just search Baldy, B A L D Y, wherever you listen to your podcast, or you can check it out on the Odyssey app, wherever you find your podcast. Brian Baldinger, thank you for joining the show, sir. Uh, happy New Year. Good to be with you guys. Uh, I take it you got the game on at least. Uh, while you're doing the show here tonight. Of course we do, Baldy. And my first question for you is, why is clapping a penalty? <laughs> I, I, I saw it heard. I actually tweeted it out. Like, it's absurd. I, I, mean, I don't know, you know how loud it is in Lucas Oil Stadium if they're just sending signals. I, I did college football for 10 years for Fox Sports. I never had that call seen or called in game. I've had some bizarre calls. I've never had that one called before. Disconcerning. Uh, sounds made with your hands. It's, I don't know what's next. I, I guess chewing gum and playing at the same time is going to be outlawed for sure. Speaking of uh, strange calls, Baldy, uh, Brandon Staley. Brandon Staley made some very strange moves on Sunday Night Football. Fourth and long in their own territory. They don't go yep. for it at two at the end of the game, even though he's been doing that all year. That's kind of like his calling card. And then, and then when. All of the body language looked like the Raiders were content to let this thing go to a tie, a timeout in OT to get your personnel in, even though it was the same personnel uh, against the run before. Help me through this. Like, what is your take on on how Staley coached the game and, uh, like, why these moves were made in that moment? I, I don't know all the reasons. I know that they have gone for it on fourth down. Uh, and two in their own zone against Cleveland we were, when they were down two touchdowns. I remember that. And it was a bold move. It was a trap right at Miles Garrett. It worked for them then. They, they, they did a lot of fourth down conversions early in the season, and it worked. It worked against Kansas City. Right. Week three when they beat the Chiefs, they went for it four times on fourth down. It had worked early in the season. Then they went away from it. They lost the Viking game. I thought they should have been more aggressive. And so yesterday with kind of everything on the line, they decided to do it. I, I wouldn't have done it at that part of the field right. in that game. Uh, I thought that was a, a crazy call, to be honest with you. Way too aggressive. It gave uh, it gave the Raiders a field goal. Uh, that's what they got out of it. But uh, 
I, I think you could second guess a lot of this stuff for sure, but ultimately they couldn't stop Josh Jacobs in, you know, in, in overtime from running the ball. And so that was the difference really uh, was his ability to run and pop big runs um, that led to two, you know, the two field goals and everything in overtime. So uh, ultimately that's what it comes down to. They were terrible against it all year. And thank you for pointing that out. Baldy, it's crazy because like as a better, I'm looking at the odds right now and the chiefs are plus 500. The bills have the second best odds in the AFC and neither are even the one seed. I know that Tennessee is not the sexiest team, but they are starting to get healthy. It looks like they're going to get Derrick Henry back. Yesterday, we even saw Julio Jones catch a touchdown his first with Tennessee. And I like them defensively. I love Mike Vrabel. I wouldn't be shocked if he was coach of the year. What do you think their ceiling is? Do you think Tennessee is good enough to make a trip to the Super Bowl? I do. I do because defensively, they have they have been great all year. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple games. I mean, you know, 17-game season. You can find a couple games where, you know, uh, they, they were less than stellar. But their front is real. They could get home with four. They can affect the quarterback. They've added Zach Cunningham. They added the Jackrabbit. They've added different guys throughout the season that are difference makers that make their defense better. You know, and then the way that they can run the ball, they run the ball with Dante Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard. They kind of fell out of the sky somewhere. They weren't on the team when the season started, and they've supplanted uh, Derrick Henry in a good way. But I saw Derrick Henry in practice last week. He looked like the same locomotive that we've seen Jeez. over the last four years. So I, I do think, I, and I, I trust Ryan Tannehill. You know, I, I know that that's what it's probably going to come down to. You know, can the quarterback make three or four throws yeah. that are difference makers uh, that separate these teams and these games? I think he can do it. Baldy, we got some firings going on, which we always do here on Black Monday. Mike Zimmer, Brian Flores, Matt Nagy, and I'm thinking, of, oh, and Vic Fangio, all out of their respective jobs. A couple questions here. Number one, which uh, firing do you think was the most surprising for you? And number two, which opening or vacancy do you think is the sexiest for a prospective coach? Well, I thought the Brian Flores firing was was one that I was shaking my head at. I mean, I I know they lost seven in a row, but they won seven in a row, and they kicked the living crap out of the Patriots on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and they looked like they were having a good time doing it. Like, they, they've got good players. You know, uh, they've got to build their offensive line. They've got to support their quarterback better. I guess that was part of it, uh, part of the firing. But I think somebody that goes in there has got really good defensive personnel. I mean, Jalen Phillips and Javon Holland will be around for a long time. They'll be good players in this league. But, I, you know, I know the four teams just mentioned. But to me, when I watch Jacksonville, maybe I see something nobody else sees. But I just think those kids play hard. Yeah. And for the first time, and a different guy calling plays on Sunday, and Trevor Lawrence looked like Trevor Lawrence at Clemson mm-hmm. for the first time. I mean, he made throws, and they had some design and some creativity to the offense, and he just looked for the first time like he's Trevor Lawrence on Sunday. And I think anybody that goes there, hell, I'll, I'll quit my job, and I'll go there and coach Jack. Breaking, I'm going to report that, Baldy. Don't, don't say nothing that you don't want me to put out because I'm tweeting it right now. Brian Baldinger. Sources tell me interested in taking over the Jacksonville Jack. I'll do it. I'll go. I'll go down to Duval and coach that team. I, I mean, I'd, I'd give it all up. That that team looks like they're going to be a lot of fun to coach. They they got some good young players all over the field, uh, offense and defense, and they're going to get the first pick. And you know who knows, but um, I I think the future's bright there in Jacksonville. Quick follow up, Baldy, about because I had this written down as well about the the Dolphins firing Brian Flores. Like, how much do you think 
the, some of these firings are due to the friction or connection between front office and, and coach? Because there were some rumblings today on, on the NFL network that it, it might not have been Brian Flores' coaching as much as his demeanor that got him into that place. Well, I don't know. Like, I've seen a lot of grumpy coaches yeah. in my day, but they were good coaches. Good coaches, yeah. right. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't – like, I, I understand. I understand. I mean, I heard the same rumblings today. Like, I'm with you. But, I like, Brian Flores, when he speaks, I listen. Like, motivation yeah. and getting players to play hard is Brian's forte. Right. Like, those guys play their butts off for him. Like, if, he, if he's grumbling about the quarterback or about, you know, the, what you've done with the offensive line or, you know, whatever, like, I don't know. <laughs> like, so what? <laughs> you know, now, you can say, okay, Brian, you've had three offensive line coaches. You've had three offensive coordinators. Like, you can't get your staff right. And maybe, maybe that's part of it. And maybe that leads to him – you know, forced to releasing some of these guys. I don't know all of the details, but I I think Brian Flores is a good head coach, and I think he's got a control of his team. And maybe I just see things that Stephen Ross and Chris Greer don't see, uh, or or see that I don't see. I guess is what it is. Yeah, a quarterback and an offensive coordinator probably would have helped them. Baldy, the matchup I'm looking forward to this weekend, Wild Card Weekend, is uh, the Niners and the Cowboys. I'm a huge Shanahan yep. fan. I can't wait to see what he does against this Dallas defense. I'm with you. How do you think this one plays out, man? Because I actually think the Niners could pull off the upset, but I mean, I just I feel like Dallas is a different team the second half of the season offensively, but they're so damn tough defensively. This is going to be a great matchup. How do you see it playing out? I I'm with you. It, it I mean, I, I there's a lot of matchups I like this week. But this is one that I'm looking forward to. I mean, look, the 49ers just spotted the Rams at home 17 points mm-hmm. and came back and won the game. And they did it with some creativity offensively, obviously with Debo throwing a touchdown pass. But the way that they ran the ball on them and the way that they cranked it up, they took total control of the line of scrimmage, uh, both sides. And so they, they got that ability to do it. I mean, they, they dressed 10 defensive linemen. And they all, Kevin Givens, Kentavious Street. Yeah. I mean, I go through the list of all, they all contributed. Arden Key, Boza, like they've got 10. And they got a coordinator that played in this league that, you know, knows how to kind of pull some strings and get his guys going. I, I think the 49ers could go to Dallas and win as well. I mean, or Arlington, wherever it is, you know. Yeah. Like I, I think it's crazy good. Baldy, I know the Bengals have looked great, but the Raiders have started clicking at the right time. They're six and a half forged point dogs. Fire. They're forged in fire. That, that's what it is. They're six and a half point dogs here on Saturday. Got to get adjusted to that still. What do you think? Do, I'll rephrase this. Do you think the Raiders are live to win this game? Are they live dogs or is this the Cincinnati Bengals and we should just go ahead and act like nothing's happening and we just move them to the next round? No, 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 no. Baldy would never say that, by the way. That's a loaded question. Well, I understand, but I, I'll, I'll break it down for you. That's what yes. I do. Like I, it, it, that was so... this game, this game's going to come down to one thing: the, the the Raiders' defensive line has been awesome, four straight weeks in a row. Like they have affected the quarterback, they have shut down the run, they have created monster plays. Nobody was bigger than Max Crosby last night. Mad Max just was was all over the place. However, that's the matchup: is Cincinnati loves to go empty. They love to get five receivers out. Joe Burrow is like a Ginsu knight going yeah. through his progressions. So can he go through his progressions and find Jamar or 
Tyler, whoever, T. Higgins, before the rush gets home. Because the offensive line has, has not been very good. He's the most sacked quarterback in the league for a reason. So can Quentin Jefferson and Yannick Ngakwe and Max Crosby, can they get to Joe Burrow and affect him before he gets the ball to the fleet of receivers? Because they win the matchup on the outside with these receivers over, you know, all the different defensive backs that the, the Raiders will have out there. So that, that, to me, it comes down to that. And I think the offense will be just fine. I think, you know, Derek Carr will take care of the ball. And Josh Jacobs has been looking quick to me. And he was in overtime of this game. Uh, and so I expect him to be good. And it's good to see uh, Darren Waller back out there. I expect him to have a bigger role this week. So I think the offense will be fine. It's just going to come down to the Raiders defensive line against Joe Burrow. And who makes the bigger plays and the bigger splash plays in this game? Baldy, uh, there's a lot of room, rumors and rumblings about Russell Wilson, about Pete Carroll and the Seahawks organization, but Jody Allen is currently selling off piece by piece all of Paul Allen's estate, and part of that job will be to eventually sell the Seahawks. Um, how does that play into the Seahawks' decision to trade Russell Wilson or fire Pete Carroll? Because one could say that could significantly lower the value of that franchise. And I don't know, you know, the, the sale, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I really don't know how that trickles down. I, that's kind of out of my league. I could take a couple wild guesses, but I, you know, that's all they would be. I saw Russell Wilson look like Russell Wilson yesterday against Arizona. Right. Like, I would trade that guy. I mean, he gave – I would say Arizona would rather face every other quarterback in this whole tournament yeah. than to see Russell Wilson again, to be honest with you. Like, he, he the things he did yesterday look like – like the Houdini he's been for the last decade. I wouldn't trade him. I don't know, you know, what Pete Carroll's future is. I'm sure he's heading to Maui, uh, you know, to that beautiful home of his there. Um, it's a nice spot. I've seen it, or I guess the North Shore of Oahu. And uh, I'm sure he'll, nice. you know, reflect a little bit. But the, the sale, I, I don't think Russell Wilson is going to go anywhere. I wouldn't let him go. Right. I, there's no yeah. other Russell Wilson out there. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 